Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Well, hello and welcome to Pre-Service, a podcast preparing you for worship at Silverdale Baptist Church. My name is Michael and I'm with my co-host and friend, Kevin. How are you doing, Kevin? I am doing great, Michael. I'm excited to be here tonight. How are you doing? I'm good. And I'm excited to be here as we dive into Psalm 42 tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Psalm 42 is cool. It's, uh, you know, we talked about in the last episode, and if you hadn't seen it, go back and watch it, check it out. But we talked about the fact that Psalms is broken into some different sections and we sometimes refer to those as different books inside Psalms. Yeah. Yeah. So if you take a look at your Bible and you see at the beginning of Psalm 1, it might also have the, the words book 1. You might yeah. be, what's that all about? And then if you get down to Psalm 42, where we are tonight, you'll see right before that book Two. And it's not necessarily because somebody different wrote it, right? No, no. No, there are a lot of authors in there, but it is what the focus of that is. And maybe even some, the time that those were written in yeah. some cases. Yeah, and so several things stand out uh, from, or I shouldn't say stand out, maybe. There are several differences we find. Yeah, they're between, noticeable. You can, you can find them. Between the two books, you know, uh, number one, you see that in book one, it's predominantly written by David. Yeah. David, who yes. wrote 40-some-odd different psalms um, throughout the entire collection, yes. throughout the entire 150 collection. Yeah, out of 150, he, he wrote the largest number. They're, they're, they're a title to him or ascribed to him, right? Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. in book one, most of those are written by him. But if you, when you get to book two, you find that, uh, well, there are a number of yeah. authors. Yeah, a little here. more diversity there. In, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to talk about one of those tonight. 42. In, in 42. But you also see some other differences. What are some of the other differences? Well, you, you also notice that in the first book, so the first 41 uh, Psalms, you find that the name of God is used, Yahweh. And when you get to book two, the references to God tend to use the title Elohim. Yeah. So it's a more generic, more more about who he is, his, his, his station as God, not necessarily the name that he gave himself. So we see in David's, he calls him Yahweh. And a lot of times in book two, so starting at, at Psalm 42, we see that he refers to him as just God. Yeah, now I'm laughing not at what you're saying. I'm laughing at the <laughs> thought that, you know, normally when my name changes, it means that I'm in trouble. Yes. Because something about me has changed. That was that my experience. It in trouble. Yes. Um, when, that, when that middle name comes out, that was, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and then sometimes even at home, when no name is mentioned, just one eyebrow goes up. That, well, yeah, I can, I can tell that. But, but here we're talking about what we're reading. <laughs> we're yeah. I, don't, I don't get that. a whole lot of the authors, the psalmist eyebrows. That's no, the, you don't get that. But that, you do I miss get, that. You do get the experiences that, you know, you, at least you get the the reflection on the experiences yes, that the yes. authors had with God, and as they talk oh, about, those, we're going to talk about that tonight. Yeah, too. especially through Psalm forty two. I tell you what, why yeah, don't we jump beautiful. into that? Why don't it's we? Beautiful. You uh, want to you want to read this first? I do, I do. I'm reading from the ESV tonight. I'm uh, with you. Psalm forty two. Let's do it. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. 
Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me. While they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So, Kevin, at the beginning of this psalm, just before Psalm 1, there's, there's a little bit of text in, in, in the ESV and in other, in other translations that may be worded a little differently. But in the ESV, it says, to the choir master, a maskil of the sons of Korah. Of the who? The sons of Korah. So this wasn't necessarily David that wrote this. Not necessarily. I, I wonder if there's anything that we know about the sons yeah, of Korah. Yeah, there are a few things we know about Korah. You can go um, to First Chronicles chapter 6, verses 22 through 48, and take a look at 9, beginning in verse 17, and, and in Second Chronicles, and you find out that, that the sons of Korah were given the, the responsibility of performing music okay. or worship in both... Well, originally in the tabernacle, but also in the temple after it was built. Built, yeah. And, and, and we know that, that the sons of Korah descended from Korah. That's the name, the sons of Korah. Yeah. And what's interesting about his background is that when you go all the way back to the time of, of, of Moses, Moses yeah. and the Israelites are wandering in the desert, Korah actually led a rebellion against Moses. That's not good. No, it didn't that work out not, too well for him. No, it did not. That's yeah. <laughs> and, as, uh, as you would expect. As you would expect. And so his outcome, it wasn't great. Uh, many of the people that followed along with him had yes. the same outcome, but his children survived. Yeah. And his children were given this responsibility to, uh, and, and apparently they did it very well because there's a psalm right here yes. by at least one of them. Yes. And, and not just this, that, that was part of their job. I mean, it's not just they wrote this one psalm. This is a thing that they did. And as we look at this son of this, this message from one or more of the sons of Korah as they wrote this, we find part of the work that they were doing. This yeah. guy actually harkens back. He, he remembers back in his life something that he used to do. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So if you take a look at, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down through it to make sure I, I get the right verse. Verse four, as he's reflecting back on, um, on, on what he was doing as a worship leader before God. So you see, as you go through the psalm, it just, it appears that he's not at home. I know, and, yeah. And we don't know exactly why. We don't know exactly who he is, and we don't know exactly why he's gone there. But he's not where he wants to but be. But he's not where he wants to be. Yeah. Uh, there's some that think that maybe he was taken captive as part of those mm -hmm. who were taken captive to Babylon. When you, when you look at verse uh, six, when he says, I remember you from the land of Jordan, and of Hermon from Mount Mazar. There really is no Mount Mazar. Yeah, we don't know where that is. Um, but we do know where the land of Jordan is and of Hermon. And so you find that, I guess, northeast yeah. of Israel, yeah. nowhere close to the temple. Right, right. Long, long away. And he's, he's remembering 
what he was doing before yes. from this land far, far away. He remembers, looking back to verse 4, he remembers, it says, how, uh, how he would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. So he remembers leading worship in the house of the Lord. Yeah. And he's longing to be there again. And I think that is something that we can do. You know, you learn songs or you sing songs and it kind of sticks in your head, right? And yeah. and at another date later on, sometimes you can recall those songs, even if you can't recall other things. And the experience when you're singing those and you're sharing in a group, mm-hmm. uh, that that is something that you can call to mind because it's an experience. It's a feeling you have. It's a thing you're going through. That isn't what matters so much, but it is the thing that allows us to connect yeah. and remember those words. And uh, I think sometimes, you know, we've talked about this, the Psalms are critically important in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. They oh, yeah. allowed people to connect and remember truths about God, to recite things about God, to sing yeah. praises to God, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I think that it's it's very important, his job and for us today, not just, you know, thousand years ago yeah, or two. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, three. or three. Let's, yeah, I start saying, let's keep just keep going, going back. back. Yeah. Keep going back. It, goes, it was quite a ways. The years roll ways on. Yeah, 3,000. Yeah. You know, the older we get, they seem to roll on a little faster. <laughs> they do. But we don't have to go there. That's tonight. a whole other plan, yeah. Yeah, we'll have another reason to sing this psalm if we start going down that That's road. exactly right. So, but this guy, you know, it, 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 the reason I think that maybe he was in captivity is what he says about the people around him mm. in verse 3. Yeah, but then also in said. chapter 43, um, and there are many that believe, and a lot of indications in the text, that yeah. 42 and 43 actually were originally Go together. one psalm. Yeah. yeah. So maybe in your Bible you'll see that uh, there's a, uh, a, a, a heading at the first of, of 42, 42 but, but not for 43. Not at 43. They just kind yeah. of run together with just the chapter. And they also references. repeat a refrain yeah, in, it, inside of it. Yeah, so, so there are clues inside of it that it's one large psalm, um, and, and as it was broken up, many years later, or as it was put together many years later, uh, somebody broke those two apart. Yeah. And that, you know, doesn't change the truth in it at all. Yeah. So Uh, when you look at some of those clues in 43 and then in verse one of, I'm sorry, 42 verse three, but then also in 43 verse one, it talks about the godless people that are taunting him. They're saying things like, where is your God? Yes. Yeah. Not, not maybe saying that they were atheists or they didn't believe in the existence of God because most people believed in the existence of some kind of some God. kind of a deity, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, in in their case, they may have felt that they had a deity who had overcome this worship leader's God, yeah. who you know who he's referring to at this point as God. Yeah, right. He's he's using that more generic term about him, but he's certainly experiencing some very negative situations, some things yeah. he does not like. He's not in a situation he wants to be in. He feels oppressed. He feels distant. He's, he's remembering something from a long time ago. Um, and obviously, you see here, why are you cast down on my soul? Mm-hmm. He's, he has the depression, a heavy weight. And we find that again later on. Yeah, a couple of times you find that in verse, what is it, five? And then, and then down at down the end. In the letter, very, maybe? Or? Yeah, very last. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to, to realize, you know, when I'm reading through this, I see that there are places where he experiences that emotional stress, uh-huh. but he's he doesn't feel very close to God. 
right? Yeah. He's, he's talking about how he separated, I remember you from the land. But then we get to the verses that really stuck out to me as I was reading through this in, in verse seven and eight, where he says, deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. One thing that's important here, and we brought this out earlier when we talked about the names of God, one thing that's important is in verse 8, this psalmist goes from referring to God as God, using Elohim, to a more personal statement when he changes to calling him Yahweh. He, he actually starts talking about him in a very uh, personal way. It's the way that the Lord named himself when he was talking to Moses, you know. Uh, so this is a place where I see he's still experiencing bad things. The deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls really brings the image because this, this is a song. This is, this is a you know, poem, effectively, that's going to be recited or sung. Mm-hmm. He's recalling the imagery of of the power of a waterfall. It just keeps pouring that roar that you can hear. But imagine if there were two right there around you and it just was echoing back and forth, that crashing, that just large, strong sound and and the feeling of being oppressed. He's in the middle of it. Then he says, your breakers and your waves. So it's almost like he's in the middle of a a sea and a storm and it's just crashing over him. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we see is even in the middle of this, he's gone from, yes, I'm, I'm experiencing depression. I'm experiencing a bad situation. He's not denying that he's experiencing something, but he's finding a peace in it. Yeah, He's finding that personal relationship with the Lord here. And he's saying, Hey, it's you that's in control. These yeah. are your waves that I'm living in the middle of. Yeah. It's your heavy, powerful downpour that's right around me. And in the midst of it, he says, you know, I see you uh, commanding your steadfast love. Yeah. So I think that's a place that to me, it just really speaks to me to say, you know, there are times where I feel oppressed or put upon by something that's going on. And then there are times where I say, hey, this is here because the Lord's in control. He's letting me go with this for some reason. I may not understand it. Right. I may not like it, but I'm not out of his control. I'm not outside of his sovereignty. Yeah, and we don't want to tread too far into our pastor's message no, that they no. preach uh, uh, this weekend. But I do think what you're saying is very important for us to recognize is that, you know, as, as I understand what you're saying and as I read through this chapter, at no point does he believe that he's been abandoned no. completely by God. He no. does ask in verse 9, why have you forgotten me? Yes. Uh, but he's not feeling abandoned per se or that God has just completely left him. Um, because he keeps coming back to, he's got this, yes. it sounds like he's on this emotional roller coaster. He's it happens to deal, me. It happens to me too. Yeah. He's dealing with the ups and downs of life and he keeps coming back to this idea in verses uh, five and 11 and 43, the one more time, you know, the, why are you yeah. cast down on my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? He reminds himself, or maybe it better said the Holy spirit works in yes. him to bring yeah. to remembrance hope in God for I shall again praise him. Now, he may not necessarily, again, praise him where he wanted to. Right. He may not find himself back in Jerusalem, back at the temple, back yes. doing that thing. You remember in the good old days, kind of right. reflecting on those? And that may not be his, his opportunity. Yeah. But he yeah. is praising the Lord where he finds himself. Yes, where he finds himself. And I think that's the message of, of 42. But again, I don't want to get too much into uh, Pastor Tony or Pastor yeah, Travis or whoever's preaching it this, yeah. this weekend and all. So. 
Well, I hope that this this quick introduction into Psalm 42 was helpful to you. It was helpful to me. Yeah, yeah, very encouraging. Yeah, and so I want to encourage you to, between now and Sunday, or whenever you worship, Saturday night, Sunday morning, at whatever campus, at whatever service you go to, take some time to read through Psalm 42. Uh, go slowly, write down some notes, look up some of the, the, the references that you may find to other passages. Yeah. Take some time with the text to help prepare your heart even further for worship this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. And I tell you what, we've got some giveaways, too, we that do. we're going to be working on. And one of the first ones here is this book on the Psalms. It is a study, it, it, not a deep study. It's a, no, not a deep devotional, study. more yeah. more devotional kind of thing. Yeah, you'll find two or three pages on, on yeah, each of the Psalms. pages. Not every Psalm, but the ones we're covering yes. and several more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very good, 40 days. It's a good opportunity to actually spend time uh, that's a little bit directed, right, in a book on yeah. a topic. So uh, I think I think this is one you and I yep. both have been through yep. and, and like it very much. Yep, and then we have a couple of resources from our small group ministries. We have Multiply by Francis Chan and Radical by David Platt. So we're going to give those Very away. Good. And here's how you get that. If you're listening to this on podcast, uh, send me an email, msteffy at silverdalebc.com. And from those emails that I get, I will I will select one and send you a, a thing. Uh, or if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, you can write a comment below and and we'll select from that and send one of these to you. Now, when you said msteffy at silverdalebc.com, are you going to put something up at the bottom of the screen so that everybody will be able to see your name? And It's right there now. Is it right there now? It's Down, right there. It's right over there, probably. I, M. Steffi. It's, so, there you go. And let you him always know. wanted to do that, didn't you? I did. I <laughs> wanted to point at something that's not really there. It's right that's, there. It's right down yeah. there somewhere. But if you send Michael an email. Send me an email. And or or I may send you a book. That's exactly right. Hey, if this was a help to you, be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, and wherever you get your podcast, you can find this podcast there. Subscribe to it there as well. We appreciate it. this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called the seven commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.